0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a long week. Welcome back to episode five of Whiskey and the World. I am, as always, your humble host, Joe, joined by my beautiful co-host, Kitty.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome back.
0: This week, we're joined in the studio by Mr. Andrew Hahn. We're going to be talking about his latest project. Hello. Right on. This week, we're also going to be drinking Johnny Walker Blender's Batch Wine Cask Blend Scotch Whiskey.
1: Indeed. I don't
0: know what is up with all these distillers lately and just these ridiculously long names for shit.
1: Well, we've been trying to find some of the oddball ones with some of the brands that we know. Like, we actually, you
0: know. we take a measuring tape and we <laughs> and we measure how long the name is. And if it's not over six inches, we don't, you know.
1: Well, you know, kudos for all these brands that you know, like we, like I just said, we all know and well, uh, know them well um, for kind of stepping outside the box and creating something new. And sometimes it's a hit, and sometimes it's a miss. Well, I feel
0: like for these bigger brands like Johnny Walker or like uh, Glenn is another one we've done a couple of. Yeah, they really have to keep hitting us with new shit. there's so much competition out there nowadays. There's so many. <clears throat> Boutique brands and small Which is batch.
1: funny because how many people go to the liquor store and buy the same thing over and over and over? Oh yeah. You know, see, so, yeah, everyone <laughs> has their own standbys. You can't see it, but Drew raised his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's it's radio their bro. standbys. Yeah, I you know? <laughs> but I, I, don't think I've seen this one in a bar.
0: I so. have not yet. No, and one, it's, it's, it's. They they're calling it a limited edition. It's not exactly limited. Like it was like when I, I picked up the Johnny Walker White Walker. A I f- feel couple like weeks ago. I, hold on.
1: I feel like they say limited because they're like, eh, if it doesn't do so hot, that was limited anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: Like limited is and we're only going to run this for a couple of years.
1: Yeah. Until nobody cares anymore. But like I thought that <laughs> I, I picked did. up
0: the, the Johnny Walker White Walker the other day and yeah. I asked the girls like, how many bottles of this did you guys get? Because when they did the uh, Blade Runner 2049, they only got like one bottle per store. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I asked her and she's like, I don't know. Let me ask the guy in the back. And she radios back and then she looks at me. And she goes. They had like a whole palette. <laughs> they had, yeah, they like, had like 40 yeah. cases of it. I'm like, well, okay, so it's not so limited.
2: Well, the limited edition's like, well, we don't expect it to sell that well. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not going to keep making it. <laughs> it's like
0: the sales of the first week will tell us when we can stop making it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we talked about this a little bit on our YouTube channel with yeah. our show Happy Hour. So if you want to get a little bit more. Not necessarily in-depth, but a slightly more fun review of it. I don't know. Uh, head on over to YouTube.com slash Whiskey and the World and check out our show, Happy Hour. Uh, but diving into it a little bit here, why don't you give us a little history, Kitty? Sure.
1: So um, this is of their limited edition, <laughs> as we've been saying, of their Blender's Batch. The other blend is the Triple grain American Oak. Um, haven't tried that one just yet, but some of the other limited editions, as you guys know, we did the Director's Cut 2049 and Episode 12 of Season 1. They have the Jane Walker, which again, I haven't tried. As far as I understand, it is just black label with a.
0: Yeah, I think they even Jane say Walker that. That it's just on the front. Black, yeah. wa- uh, black label with a different label.
1: Yeah. Um, and they have a rye cask finish. So, like, yeah. all right. Uh, basically, this is. It's pretty light. I mean, you guys are looking at the color. It's kind of. It's a little reddish, but it's a really light color. It's their blended scotch whiskey. Honestly. In a blind taste test, I don't know if I would be able to really pull out some of the wine because it's not so rich. And I think that probably is a little bit because of the color. Like, Because if it was a little bit more red, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, maybe there's probably more in there. But this is almost too subtle, for, in my opinion.
0: I think it dilutes it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you don't get a lot of the earthy or spicy flavors that you normally get with Johnny Walker. Uh, you, don't, you definitely lose a lot of that boot leather.
1: Yeah, it does taste a little bit sweet. I mean, not sugary, but it is a little sweet. It's got some nice vanilla to it. But again, I'm not really feeling a lot of the wine. I tell you what, I'm
0: one. super excited because it looks like a a scotch that I could drink at brunch.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It really brunch really is. scotch. <laughs> I, yeah. I, my first couple of sips, I actually really enjoyed it. But after the first couple sips... You're kind of just, I wish it was full strength. Yeah. You're like, I wish it was was something else. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, it's funny. I took a, I took a page from their book this week because, you know, when I was trying to think of a cocktail to make with scotch and especially with this one, I was like, Ooh, okay. So there's going to be a lot of wine in there. What can I pull forward? And then I tried it and then I was looking on their website and they recommend doing a Johnny Walker and ginger ale. And I was like, really? okay we're just gonna we're just gonna mix it like one in one like well i gotta no be honest with wow this particular flavor here?
0: profile i can't think of something like when you do the tropical storm last week that made a lot yeah. of sense because there right. were a lot of flavors that you could pull out of the telemore do caribbean cask one mm-hmm. <clears throat> this one doesn't have a lot it's very i mean here's the thing it's wildly unoffensive <laughs> right <Yeah>. like it's <laughs> but it's also unremarkable because of that mm-hmm. right like who is it was it churchill or or uh it was like if you're not pissing anybody off, you're not doing something right. Sounds like Churchill. Are yeah, you doing anything <laughs> worth sure, doing? Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like that with whiskey. It's like if people don't have strong opinions about it, you're you're doing something wrong. Yeah. You know, mm. uh, I I'm neither here nor there about this whiskey.
2: <laughs> well, it's not bad. Um, it, mm-hmm. But I, I I wouldn't see the point why I would ever get this over just a, a regular Scotch. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. It, does, it doesn't have enough of, uh, of anything extra.
0: It might be a good scotch to trick somebody into drinking scotch, right? Like you go mm-hmm. say like maybe your girlfriend's not a big scotch drinker and you're like, Hey babe, try this. If you like this, we should get you into scotch. And she's like, Oh, yeah. I like that, okay. Then you yeah. get a real scotch and she's like, yes. You're an a-hole.
2: Yeah, na- <laughs> You <laughs> lie so if she likes it, she's like, Now we can keep scotch in exactly. the house all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great
0: way to it's kinda like the, uh, the the scotch version of breaking a dish so you never have to do the dishes again.
2: There you go.
1: We like this is for you. <laughs> I've
2: got a plan.
0: So as we said last week, oh, I guess we should throw our ratings at it. Yeah, I totally forgot what I rated this guy. Two point five. Mm-hmm. Wow, I was clearly taken by it. <laughs> so uh, as you folks at home know, we'd have a new rating system. We do it out of ten points. It's five points for the taste and the smell, which is your actual drinking experience, and then another five points for the packaging and the branding and the overall experience. So I gave it a 2.5 for taste, and for packaging, I gave it a 3, which gives it a 5.5. Uh, Johnny Walker, try again. <laughs> uh, that's my, my take on it. Kitty, what's your score?
1: I gave it a 2.3 for taste. It, you know, it's okay. It's a little watery for, I mean, because if you're looking for a scotch, you, that's what you want. Presentation three point two. I like that they tried. I love that it says experiment number six on it. (laughs) You know, oh you tried. (laughs) Oh you tried. He just pat him on the head. (laughs) You just think, it's not bad. It just isn't kind of like, wow, what a cool thing. Like I want to tell people about this. It's like,
0: "Eh, a for effort. Is what you're saying. You
1: know, yeah. So my overall score is a
2: five point five. So
0: that's the whole five point five for the show. Drew, you want to take a swing and give it a score?
2: I was gonna say I want. I wanted to give it, like, a three, but I was like, no, that's way too much. (laughs) 2.5. Because, honestly, it just kind of tastes like watered-down scotch. Yeah, it's
0: nothing. There's nothing there, right? It's surprisingly bad.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, 2.5. But, like, I don't mind sitting here sipping it, but then I kind of feel like I just, like, if I had bought it. Oh, you'd be pissed. I just paid for watered-down scotch. Yeah. Well, like, I could really I probably paid like, the same prices. Oh, you yeah. paid more that. So oh, that okay, bottle's good.
0: like forty-seven, I think. Oh
1: no, no, no! It's like oh. mid twenties, mid twenties. Oh, was it? Yeah. No, I want to say oh. it was higher than that. No, no.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, you on, know, yeah. It was the uh, the White Walker was like forty-three. Yeah. Which yeah. was actually pretty solid. It,
1: but that was yeah. also very different.
0: Yes, than, it yeah. was actually uh, yeah, it was a very different blend. This one, yeah, mid twenties. You could buy Johnny Walker Black and water it down and, yeah, and get thing. the same experience. Not the same flavors, yeah. per se, but the same experience. Yeah. I want to give oh, credit to... Oh, you could buy
2: to, a box uh, of wine and, <laughs> and get almost your... the same effect.
0: <laughs> get a little eyedropper of scotch in your wine.
1: <laughs> Just like you would, like, some bitters. <laughs> Just yeah. put a little wine in there. I love that there it's a box you. of wine,
0: too. We're not going classy <laughs> with this.
1: <laughs> hey, boxed wine is the future.
0: <laughs> sure. All right. Sure. I don't... <laughs>
1: No, but I mean, yeah. Overall, it's 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 okay. It's not great. It's not remarkable. It's but it's drinkable, and and I can
0: appreciate that. Were you trying it. to give a shout out? Were we talking? talking oh about yeah, well,
1: I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, the master. Uh, the, or um, excuse me, I have to be correct. The expert blender who designed this, uh, Amy Gibson. So she's working on something else, and I'm very excited to see what that is. So I guess I'm intrigued.
0: She, she has my yeah. attention because it's a very interesting experience or experiment, rather. Mm-hmm. The experience itself did not push me forward.
1: Well, see, I always think it's good to try some of these like this. I mean, you might be a little scared, but at least this one, you know, kind of like mid-20s um, in terms of your investment. Give these a shot. You might find something that you really like that other people don't like. Like, honestly, like the XO Caribbean rum cask. Yeah, I actually I like that quite a lot. I that one. I'm going to buy that again for sure. You know, but most people would be like, it's like whiskey and rum. and I'm like, cool. <laughs> so yeah, but it it's just, like whiskey it's and dark getting... rum, so it's like all the yeah. good things... Well,
2: exactly. It's, yeah, it's so. good to know that this kind of stuff is out there because mm-hmm. I can always think of someone like who doesn't drink that much. They're like, oh, they'd probably like this. Yeah, yeah. like
0: oh, we gotta save that for whoever because they might yeah. be interested.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: So, like we said last week, it's been kind of um, we're we're entering that part of the year where it is uh, Slim Pickens at the theater, and Kat and I could not really agree on anything we wanted to go see.
1: That's a nice way of saying it. <laughs>
0: Uh, the only movie worth seeing since we saw what do we see last week we saw um bad times of the el royale yeah which was actually surprisingly good uh-huh. uh the only other movie i think that she thinks is worth seeing is first man here's the thing first man's like titanic i know how that shit ends
1: it's true yeah sp- <laughs> spoiler alert
0: he lands on the moon cool uh <laughs> So instead because we couldn't agree. It was agree. super hard. Yeah, right. <laughs> Lots of things are hard. I don't brush my teeth with the opposite hand because it's difficult. That doesn't make it entertaining. Anyway, so we couldn't agree on a movie to watch. So, or to, to go to box. the theater. So we decided to dive into Redbox this week. and what did we see?
1: Isle of Dogs, the Wes Anderson film.
0: It was a surprisingly heartfelt, touching uh movie, but when you got such a star-studded cast of voiceover. Oh, yeah. Which is funny cuz most of them are not like you had Brian Cranston and Ed Norton and
1: it's it's the West Enders Jeff
0: Goldblum yeah
1: cast it's let's just be real
0: all phenomenal actors uh not they don't do tons of voiceover which is an art and unto itself like if you don't think that it's difficult to do voiceover that it's its own brand of acting you're a moron
1: especially with this stop motion animation yeah it's like a, you know you can't really well I guess you can kind of go back and fix it but it's not like a CGI It's far more difficult
0: know? when it's not on a computer hard drive.
1: Yeah, pretty much, you know. So, yeah. What'd you think overall, Joe? Uh
0: I mean, it was a good watch. I'm kind of glad I didn't waste the money to see it in theaters. I okay. feel like I would have watched it with a very different eye if I wasn't in the comfort of my own home. That's fair. <laughs> um, but you know, it was good. It was fun. It was a it's a, basically like they tell this story in the beginning of this you know ancient japanese battle between cat lovers and dog lovers and their respective cats and dogs <laughs> uh and then eventually it goes through the ages and someone comes to power in nagasaki and they just l- yeah japan is like the mayor of nagasaki and he signs a law that basically bans all dogs to this trash island
1: yeah because there's a dog flu going around so they just decide to just banish all dogs turns out
0: he's a cat person yeah uh, there's actually a really funny moment where he gets out of the hot tub and he's got, cause like, so one of the big <laughs> things is like, so if, if you're Yakuza, like the big thing is to get the tattoo all over your back and your back of your legs, like to cover your the whole, whole back of your body in tattoos. So he gets out of the, the hot tub and he's got one of those giant Yakuza style tattoos, but it's a cat <laughs> <laughs> and not like, not like a panther or a lion or a tiger. It's just like a fluffy Domestic. little house cat. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I, I gotta say I love Wes Anderson's kind of quirky, weird sense of humor, you know, and this was a, a great example of it. Um, did you guys ever see The Fantastic Mr. Fox? Nope. nope. Oh, that was a good one. That's that not was, what you
3: said when you came home was... from watching it.
1: But you know what? I okay. So with Wes Anderson films, I kind of feel like I always have to watch them twice because the first time I'm watching it, I'm always going, "Huh, what? Yeah, you gotta huh? catch up to it." And then like I go, "Oh!" at the end. So then you get to watch it again. <laughs> The Fantastic Mr. Fox was definitely one of those, because I was just like, what is going on here? uh,
0: Another stop motion piece.
1: Yeah. So this was... Isle of Dogs is technically his second of that, but um if you guys have ever heard of uh oh god i hope i don't want to butcher it uh screen junkies they do the honest trailers yeah so they have a video and i'll put this on the show notes it's every wes anderson movie so they do an honest trailer for every wes anderson movie but it's all together so basically they totally break down his formula and say like oh and then you're gonna have a guy with dead parents and you know there's gonna be a, a sibling <laughs> rivalry and there's gonna be nose punches and zooms and whip pans it's <laughs> <That's, laughs> just like it's so hilarious does thing
0: with noses i thought yeah. i think that's interesting
2: yeah yeah someone always has like a bandage on their nose at some point this
0: yeah. time it was snout mm-hmm. fever yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah
0: uh did you get a chance no. to see i, I, when it came I out? have not seen it uh, it's I've definitely seen, it's on redbox now it's definitely worth the rental
2: i've seen every wes anderson movie except for the stop motion ones I didn't <laughs> oh, okay see. fantastic mr fox yeah i got I the first either. 10 minutes of fantastic mr yeah. fox you can skip it do you have a favorite um i Probably the Royal Tannin bombs. Okay, that's, that's probably guy. my favorite one. <laughs> one
0: I you know what? I think for me it's the uh, hotel, Grand Budapest. The Grand Budapest oh, Hotel yeah, That's really good too. Visually, I think it's probably one of the best ones. And I just there's just something about it. Like the first time I watched it, I didn't really like it. But then I, I was on Netflix one day and I caught it again, and I'm like, oh, that's actually a really like touching movie. Yeah. When you get past just the weirdness. Hmm.
1: I think the first Wes Anderson movies I saw were Bottle Rocket and Rushmore. So to watch those sort of in the early days of film school was really fun (laughs) because it's (laughs) like, wait, what? Bottle
2: (laughs) Bottle Rocket was excellent. Yeah. I remember seeing that a long time ago. Oh, yeah. And just liking it. Not knowing why, yeah, and then I feel like that's you know, that's kind of the Wes Anderson later, thing. <laughs> it was like, oh, that was a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. Wow, yeah, people
1: kind of forget about that one, and I think it's because they weren't aware of the Wes Anderson style that we all have come to mm-hmm. know now. Well, that know? was
0: one of his earliest movies, right?
1: Uh, I want to say it, it had to be. Yeah, a, I was yeah, like that be. Rushmore. Those those are probably the first couple of
2: months, and the, the Rushmore was the same thing. Didn't know it was him, yeah. until years later.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I you know I, I I it's taken me a while to warm up to him because I the Bill Murray I love is Ghostbusters Caddyshack Bill Murray not you know Steve Life Zissou aquatic. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Life yeah. Aquatic the Royal Life, Tantum, I was Bill Murray I wasn't
2: Murray. a big fan of the the Life Aquatic
0: I still to this day can't stand that movie
2: it was okay
0: yeah
1: that's probably his biggest departure I think like most people would agree that that's probably their least favorite I still think films. it's fairly much yeah. his
0: style though.
1: Oh, yeah, it's it's Absol- definitely yeah. in his style. I think it was just probably the slightest departure that people were like, uh, you know, I follow you pretty far, but yeah. one too far. Over the
2: edge, it just, <laughs> over the edge. It felt like the longest one.
0: Yeah. That it done. did seem to drag, and I'm still out. not quite sure, at least with, like, the tandem I not don't, I
1: don't remember
2: and... how it ends either. <clears throat> like oh shit so, i have no idea so you just mentally i'm not even there. actually i was like I just, I was, <laughs> maybe i was sleeping other <laughs> than the fact that
0: it's supposed to be like a, a, a jacques Cousteau knockoff i'm not really sure what that movie was even supposed to be about
2: something like that yeah. right like I don't know.
0: yeah <laughs> like what was the plot line to that movie
2: i don't know all i do i, I do
1: remember liking steve zahn in that movie I was just like I don't even remember right, what he
0: did. Yeah. I remember Willem Dafoe was in Life Aquatic, and mm-hmm. he was creepy as shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like in a an endearing way.
1: Willem Dafoe played the dead rat in Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> did,
0: did he? Jeez. <laughs> anyway, I love that guy. But all yeah,
1: right. Isle of Dogs definitely worth checking out. I do want to say one thing that I I did a little research on this to try to find out, you know, because watching some of his movies. I always have the thought of, wow, this was in someone's brain and had to come out in a creative way. What like, drug do
0: you think he was on? <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> it's funny to think about that in terms of you know, like filmmakers, musicians, anybody. This was not and a like, red
0: wine and cigarettes script. This was like a like a LSD. <laughs>
1: yeah, this was. I found. I woke up in Joshua Tree with yeah. no pants, kind of a but trip. I, right? But I
0: but I started out <laughs> in like San Diego, and I have no idea how I'm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: So so I wanted to do a little research about this, and I found something kind of interesting. So the whole idea of the language and the Japanese, like there's a whole thing with the translation, and they actually cop to um, having a translator there, but most of the Japanese is not translated throughout the film so you have no idea so the idea is to put you in the shoes of the dog yeah they preface you wouldn't that no yeah what your owner was saying right and he's they actually like,
0: point that out right in the beginning the dog's like does not i wish we spoke his language
1: yeah <laughs> so you know so for english speaking um viewers that's the kind of way that you're supposed to view the whole thing And there were certainly, and I actually didn't notice this until it was pointed out to me, some of the Japanese words, like when the uh, little pilot is wearing the helmet, you can't actually hear what he's saying. Like, it's so muffled, but he's speaking Japanese. But you don't even think, like, oh, I need to hear what he's saying. But they had some bilingual Japanese Americans watch it, and they were like, this isn't this doesn't make sense like what they're saying like the dogs would know and like so it was really interesting because then you totally lose that viewer's Wait, perspective. Question. Yeah.
0: Drinkers of all ages. Chab- I just had that moment where you're like the 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 bilingual speakers are like how would like the dogs would know? How would they no, 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 know? No. Do they speak dog as well?
1: <laughs> meaning um <laughs> sorry meaning the the viewer like the audience member if you can hear both sides like if you know what everybody's saying because we're third party omniscient yeah Yeah. you don't have that same viewing experience no absolutely so this is made for dogs americans (laughs) but well but it was funny because then they actually they said that they translated it so like if you were watching this film in france both the japanese and the English was translated into French.
0: Interesting. Mm. So we're the only ones that, that got it. Because yeah. the idea, that, as you pointed out, is that the dogs, we're supposed to be watching the whole movie from the viewpoint of the dogs.
1: Right. And so only they just, certain parts are translated. So they
0: just didn't give a shit if right. the French people cared what perspective. Because they know the French don't care.
1: And there were a couple scenes that, <laughs> that again, like, you know, I didn't really pick up on until it was pointed out to me that there are a couple of scenes where there's actually Japanese writing there.
0: Yeah. And, and it's and not. Trans-
1: but, it, but it's not translated. Oh, in I th- a in a lot of moments. them were
0: translated to English, but I, I, I stopped watching them because they flashed very quickly.
1: They flash very quickly, but the Japanese viewers were like, "Wait, I can't read that. Wait, I didn't. Miss, yeah. I missed the subtitle, but it wasn't a subtitle. It was just supposed to be yeah. for us, for our purposes." Well, like, and the like,
0: funny thing is, crazy. like, they flashed it and they flashed it so fast because usually somebody else said what it was. So right. I think I stopped watching after like the third or fourth one because I'm like, "Oh, somebody's kind of telling us that, so this is just for a style thing."
1: Yeah, so you you quickly fall into the style. So he makes it comfortable for you, but it was really interesting to hear that for viewers of different cultures and different languages how this is a totally different movie for them just in the viewing experience and sort of what you're getting from it is like oh well i don't need to know what the dogs are saying or it doesn't make as much sense or what what is the kid saying and yeah also this is a
0: great movie to play six degrees of separation in
1: okay that was my other question can you use this movie in six degrees since it technically is a voiceover? Yeah,
0: but it's still a movie. It debuted in okay. cinemas. It's all not right. television.
1: I was like, what are the rules here? Cause this is a great one.
0: Um, if anybody but Mark Hamill that was super famous was in any of those Batman cartoon movies that he did, oh, yeah. I would have used them.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like if Superman all of a sudden was played by James Earl Jones, I'd be like, that connects Mark Hamill to James Earl Jones. Although so does Star Seriously? Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, really? although they're never actually on screen together, right? So funny, that has to count because James Earl Jones' voice is on screen at the same time as Mark Hamill; his body is not. Well, I was going to say, but True. what's funny
1: is because this is the you know quote unquote Wes Anderson cast, you can use almost any other movie that they're all in together.
0: Mm. Okay, what other movie is Harvey t- Harvey Keitel and Scarlett Johansson in?
1: Ooh, okay.
0: I can uh, We're not playing the game. I just I can't think of another one. So I, that's the one I'm going to oh, use if yeah, we ever play. No, I can't think of one off yeah. the top of
4: my head.
1: Yeah, that's a.
2: Mm. That's a whole new podcast. We should we just to play think about six that? degrees. Connect to
1: me in like mm. ten minutes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, I can I can connect him in like two two moves. <laughs> <like>. <laughs> what <laughs>
0: if we're just doing Harvey Keitel College Scarlett and I can I can connect, connect okay. him in one. Okay, we're not we're not playing the game. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam Jackson. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, definitely watch. It's a very cute movie. It's, uh, now that it's on yeah. Netflix or uh, on Redbox, it's definitely worth watching.
1: It was totally worth it to rent, and it, w- it was good. So if you like Wes Anderson, even if you don't like Wes Anderson, I think this is a good kind of introduction into his style. It was very cool, very well done.
0: We're not going to give it a score because, uh, you know, I don't want to rate dogs. All dogs are wonderful.
1: So two thumbs up for dogs. Sure.
0: <laughs> I don't want to seem biased either. So, like...
1: I don't care. It was One, a good movie. Two thumbs up for me. Okay.
0: <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> this week, again, we're joined in studio by Drew Han. He's going to be talking about his project, Dead Wren. Yes. Yes. Very cool. That's it. And we're going to give it a listen real quick. We'll be right back.
3: You're giving me everything that I could need Strong back, able hands Three eyes and a leg to stand Heaven drop down my baby girl Now I could take on the whole wide world Feel like the winning kind I think it's killing time I think I've been from hell to here. I got nothing left to fear. Everything blew my pockets fat. So is of my heart's on track. I feel like the winning kind. I think it's killing time. always thought that I had tomorrow This ship was built to last But the angel of death was coming in hot I woke up, I got the drive I stole his eyes and I said goodbye
0: All right, man, that was Killing Time by Drew Hahn and Dead Wren. Or just mm-hmm. Dead Wren.
2: Dead Wren. You can just say Dead Wren. So
0: what made you settle on? <laughs> I have two questions right off the bat. So last time you were on our show, it was just Drew Hahn. Yeah. Now you're now you're a full project. You're a full band.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> what made you decide to go the route of a full band as opposed to continuing on your singer-songwriter?
2: Well, when I the more I promoted and started uh, getting out gigging and stuff, Everyone I would talk to would be like, When's your next show? And I'd be like, "Ah, uh, it's uh what's whatever, August eighth and they're like, Cool, is it a full band? <laughs> like they're so like, Because if it's not, I'm gonna wait till you do have a full band, and then I'm gonna come see <laughs> you. So I'm like, Well I guess I'm just gonna try to do a full band every show. Cool. Nice. The people have spoken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The people exactly. Yeah. It's and it's more fun with a full band anyway. And it was also the with the name change too, is the same thing. It was Uh, I would go out to see a lot of, um, country shows and stuff like that. And pretty much every like country musician just goes by their name. Yeah. But would you, if you didn't, if the guy wasn't like huge already and everybody knew who he was, would you buy a shirt that just had his name on it? And that was it. (laughs) Like, you, you know, know I'm iffy but, but about I, that as it is but, <laughs> I would, but I would buy a shirt that said something else yeah. like with like,
1: like a cool logo that yeah like people it, don't know yeah. what it means but it's just cool yeah like
2: <laughs> I, like and I had already switched over the name and I saw a couple guys that were playing and then you know after or you know right before their last song they're like we got a merch table over there just in case you guys want to buy a shirt with my name on it. <laughs> and then you're like, no, I really don't. Like, and and it's, I like it's your not, music. Yeah. And it's not that I don't <laughs> like your music. It's that it's like, I don't I want to don't wear hate. your name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is
0: funny. Cause like at some point I'm sure we've all worn a, pe- a piece of apparel with some designer's name. on
2: Absolutely, it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah but i don't have a t-shirt like, so just says like yeah. dave grohl yeah. on it you know? yeah yeah i know first of that's all totally my but point. like foo fighters and like you would wear yeah. the fuck
0: out of that shirt if it. you yeah. just had a shirt well, that said dave grohl all
1: right but, now but, i totally would but but you know yeah i totally get what you're saying like in terms of kind of branding and yeah. getting yourself yeah, out there branding
2: and, and marketing yeah. and, and you, you start to think about that stuff and you're like well i i'm not gonna make money off of my actually, face. selling <laughs> records and da, 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 yeah, that doesn't exist anymore. So I need something to sell. I gotta sell some damn t-shirts. And nobody wants to buy crap with just my name on it. So <laughs> yeah.
0: To be fair, you could have a worse name for it, like uh I don't know. I, I can't literally can't think of a <laughs> yeah, name. I know, right? But like, you could well, have a weird fucking name, and then it'd be.
2: I, yeah, it's weird. I, I uh I mentioned his name, I think, last time on the show. One of my favorite like LA guys, his name is Johnny Fritz. That's kind of a cool name. And I, yeah, but, he <laughs> but also, Johnny Fritz sounds like a band. But he also goes he by does. like Dad Country because that was one of his records, and like he has that on a lot of his his stuff too. Oh, okay. So,
0: I'm sure there's some dudes who would wear a t-shirt. Sure, actually, I'm sure there's plenty of dudes who yeah. would wear a t-shirt. This is Dad Country. In fact, yeah. my brother might actually wear a shirt. This is Dad Country. Not, yeah, not even <laughs> knowing what it was. Yeah.
2: Like, I, I would wear that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm a every, dad. I like every country. June. Fuck. Perfect. <laughs>
1: so who is uh dead Run? uh who are the band members that support you
2: um right now it's um it's joey la rosa on the drums and uh zach jones he plays the bass right now, they now when play, you say
0: right now are you gonna fire these guys and they don't know no, i <laughs> mean
2: they, they Ooh, hi guys i don't <laughs> this I is don't, your pink
0: slip sorry kids
2: <laughs> they are both really talented and I don't expect them to be available for every show. Uh That's fair. So when I say, like, right now, it's like, you know, so far it's worked for every show. Yeah. But um, Zach is touring more with the... This guy named Alexander. Uh, no, we're Bright. not promoting him. We're promoting <laughs> oh, oh, you yeah, today. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. He's just he's touring, touring with this with other this guy. guy. With this other guy. And, um,
0: and you should boycott. If you ever find out it is, yeah. you should boycott it so he then, continues to tour with yeah, Andrew. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then Joey's playing with this other guy. <laughs> and uh, he, he's doing that more. So, you know, I don't, I don't expect... It. Eventually, it's going to be like, hey, are you available? And they're going to be like, no, I already I already have something. But they're what so, we heard on the record? But that is them on the okay. record, yeah. Nice. they They both... Uh, did a excellent job. And we're super pro. So this record
1: comes out November 9th? Correct. All right. So how did this whole record come to be and, and how many songs are on it? What can our listeners expect if they go and check it out? And where can they check it out when it comes available?
2: Are
0: we oh. already there? I got tons more questions. Oh well Ooh, no, I was just cool. I was just saying like <laughs> hey, like, you know, <laughs> Sounds yeah, like I've we're shuffling it. them out the door already. No,
1: no, I I just <laughs> want to know because I'm sure people are like, hey, I just heard the song. Where can I hear more? So I, you know, before yeah. people run away, I don't want them to
2: find out.
0: No, no, that's fair. They,
2: <laughs> uh, you'll be able to hear it on the at midnight on November 9th. It'll be on <laughs> Spotify and Amazon, Apple Music, iTunes, and all you know all the digital all the digital stuff. Awesome, uh, Bandcamp too, and
0: so you know, at uh, one a.m. November 9th. Everybody grab your phones. Anyone who's got Spotify premium.
2: Yeah. Oh oh if you have Spotify, you can pre save it. Oh there you go.
0: So right what you now. do is you can do that right now. Uh, what you do is you, you pre save the record and set it to play non stop <laughs> while you're asleep. <laughs>
2: there you right, go. Right
0: from midnight to eight AM. <laughs> there you go. Just set it to play nonstop. Let's make Drew some money. All right. Let's yeah. get him some spins. Give me that point zero. You don't even have cents. to listen to it but more than once a day.
1: Get him some money to buy T-shirts, but just so yes. buy t-shirt. but just <laughs>
0: exactly. turn the volume all the way down on your phone and play his stuff nonstop on Spotify. Exactly.
2: I need that T-shirt money. There you go. <laughs> I mean, duh.
1: So, so what kind of vibe were you guys going for with this record?
2: Um, well, my last the last like record I did was the EP, which um we talked about last on the time. show last time, <laughs> but uh, which you guys should absolutely was, go back and listen to. It was a uh, very dark. Most of it was very dark. And there was a couple, uh, little like happier songs, like the the Gentry's whiskey one was. Like, mm-hmm. But I just got um, I got sick of kind of depressing, darker songs. And, I <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, dude.
0: That. I still Eleanor is still in regular yeah. rotation on my playlist. So yeah,
2: well I appreciate that. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I wanted to I wanted to make some more upbeat stuff, and also it was like the more I played live. It was
0: the more you want to make people dance.
2: Yay, man. Yeah. That's that's really what it is. And like I started getting into uh bluegrass and like stuff like that 'cause uh the more bluegrass shows I go to, it's for some reason it you always just they make you wanna stomp and clap and right. and it's
0: Well, I feel like a lot of times, especially when we're younger <laughs> artists, we look up to guys like Dylan who were artists. And we forget that, like, the reason why human beings make sounds like that in the first place is to make other human beings dance. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, we make music. The reason why we started banging on rocks and hollowed out uh, gourds and shit like that is to make other human beings move. Yeah. Not make them feel shit. Yeah, other yeah. than other <laughs> than I should move my <laughs> yeah. ass. Yeah. 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 Not to not to like oh I'm very introspective and sad. Which I feel like you're yeah, yeah. you're oh, a child of the '90s, yeah, right? Like yeah. just like the rest of us. Like yeah. We grew out of an era of music that was you got grunge. Yeah. You had it was uh, depressing.
2: <laughs> you were just oh like oh God. I'm very introspective and yeah. sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but like oh I want to I need to go home and think about yeah. politics. <laughs>
0: that was but that That's, was the '90s, right? You had shit like Alanis Morissette and Third Eye Blind guys that were we grew up with that so we're like oh yeah that's what an artist is like and then no f- it
2: was a whole generation of kids who never learned how to dance right yeah because they just they kind of swayed sip, back you know, and forth and were like Ugh. being
1: sad I was, and angry at the same time i was
0: reading this book called your band sucks and yeah. it's about this Great guy book. john i forget and he was the guitar player for a band called bitch magnet back in the like mm-hmm. late 80s
4: speaking
1: of what you want on a t-shirt yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. those t-shirts are still around that would you, sell. you can still right? see Probably. people
0: with that t-shirt <laughs> i promise you oh, bitch yeah. magnet was there so but he talks about in his mid to late 30s when he's finally in new york he's got a regular job but he's starting to make music again after bitch magnet broke up years years, years and years before and he's like i mean he's high in the story but he's like i'm dancing and all i can think to myself is why wasn't i doing this before yeah yeah <laughs> right why was that why did i avoid this for so long this is so great like mm-hmm. it's so stupid <clears throat> and that's the thing is like that's just such a, a primal primitive thing that we can do and as musicians it's our job to provide the force for that yeah and we all kind of forget that i forgot that for a very very long time
2: yeah well it's really it's, it's uh, i don't know especially in la i feel like it's really it's hard to get people to to move around a lot at shows well because like
0: you're you're playing to the um
2: silent
1: judgment of
0: the room, Yeah. Right? Well, you know what's funny is LA is a great yeah. place for people who are insanely skilled at their instrument, Yeah. but not great songwriters, right? Yeah. Like LA is the kind of place where you know you're playing to a room full of guitar players. So if your chops are great, you know you're going to do well. Mm-hmm. But if you're just writing good tunes that people can dance to, mm-hmm. you're just going to be playing to a bunch of blank stares. Yeah. Meanwhile, you go like 20 minutes in either direction, right? Yeah head down to the other side of the orange curtain in, in orange County and people will dance to your oh, stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. You head because out the to drinks
2: are cheaper. Yep.
0: I feel like you <laughs> always at, at, at the
1: LA shows, you <laughs> have to bring like a ringer. Like you need like two or three girls who, you know, are going to get drunk and you just bring them every yeah. time, every show with you. And you're like, okay, you showing up. Okay. So yeah. you're going to dance on song number two. There's... You didn't like get the party going. <laughs> you, like, I'm not you sure you can do that, like that.
4: anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no, I can, mean like can. friends <laughs> of yours. <laughs> good
2: Lord. You definitely can. Um, there's a there's one guy that i see i whenever he comes out here he doesn't come to la that often but whenever he does i i go see him but and he's just straight rock and he's an amazing songwriter um uh rock and roll i would say and he's fantastic but he get i know he doesn't come to la that often because he gets a little frustrated by the la crowd because he feels like he has to teach them how to have fun We're every terrible time he comes. People. Yeah. So <laughs> so uh, the last time I saw him was was pretty good and it was it was weird though cuz I recognized a lot of faces from the last show. Ah. Oh. So I felt like they all kind of knew what to do this time, but that la- show before that, he you could tell he was just like, "Ah, oh, what is wrong with you people? Like loosen up," you know.
0: So tell us about killing time. What me what inspired that particular track?
2: Um Let's see. Well, it was basically, it's like, I, I, for the first time in my life, I felt like really, uh, I guess just fulfilled. Like I had accomplished a few things and, and, uh, I knew what I wanted to do. And I finally decided that the only thing I'm, I'm going to go for now is like music and, it was like, all right, you know, my belly's full of life, and nice. blah, 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 and it's, it was. I was kind of speaking about my life as if it was a, a piece of cattle or a cow that I had like, nurtured nice. and <laughs> fed, and, uh, and and now, now it's, it's time for the feast. And now <laughs> it's time to eat. Nice, and yeah, yeah. And it's it's killing time now. Right. On. So. That's
0: a such a fantastically happy yet dark idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: no, it's kind of weird. Like you can dance to. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: That's all right. We always go back to Mac the Knife, right? Like the weirdest, most depressing song about a serial killer to like the happiest, peppiest beat. <laughs>
2: Absolutely, yeah.
0: But, I mean, that's proof that you can write a song people can dance to and still have like a message that's more than two dimensions.
2: Yeah, you can still totally be scarred from the 90s <laughs> and write a happy song. <laughs>
0: so tell us about some of the other tracks on the song so people know what they can look forward to.
2: Um, So... Let's see. the The next track is uh, "Believe" and it's it's a little uh, bluegrassy. Also, pretty just straightforward, like cheery, hopefully danceable. Nice. And then, uh, and then it gets a little darker, like in the the next two, three tracks. But still, still kind of up tempo on a couple of them. And there, there's a little little country in there. There's like a song called like High Low that pretty much is kind of uh just a it's a country song i mean ain't nothing wrong with that I, yeah yeah i had i mean i had an when i wrote it was just thinking like you know write a write a country song that you think someone else would sing but it was also like about my girlfriend so there's some like sentimental attachment Aww. so it's like, interesting that, <laughs> so I yeah like that. it's
0: interesting yeah. that you say write a song that you think someone else would sing do you mean like another artist or do you mean yeah yeah that's what okay. i totally what I mean so you had to have been picturing somebody else singing
2: it. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. When I when I look at <laughs> no the when particular. I look at the top forty uh, country charts, uh, they all look the same. So <laughs> I don't. I don't really know. I was just thinking any one of those people. Just pick five. <laughs> just spin the wheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that.
0: Hey man, ain't nothing wrong with yeah. that. Country artists are the only yeah. ones outside of rappers still making yeah. money.
2: I had a country beat. I mean a hip hop beat and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Boom! On that country
0: chart. All right. So uh, there's uh, how many how many tracks are we getting on this record? Uh, ten. Okay. Out of ten, which one's your baby?
2: Oh, my baby. I'd say, of course, it's like the darkest, the saddest <laughs> one. That's all right. Uh, it's uh, it's dusty lungs.
0: Okay. And That's what's it. that one about?
2: That one. So, I was. Drinking a lot of whiskey and watching The Grapes of Wrath, like the old black and white movie. Damn. Wow, you were in a dark I place. Say, and yeah. I, yeah, so I went. Was to, your girlfriend away for a yeah. while?
0: Like, did you? Did, were you just lacking a hug? Because it sounds like you needed a hug.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was something like that. Also, and, uh, do you own this movie? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't remember where I found it.
0: He's the only one who still has cable, so he just channel surfed I, on I'm Turner, pretty, Turner I'm, Classic I'm, Movies. Yeah, I was going to uh, say TCM. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty
2: sure it's on YouTube. I'm pretty sure. Uh, you can watch the whole thing. Uh, but, uh, so it's kind of written from the perspective of, uh, of three members of a family. So the first member is like the father and he gives his little, uh... He speaks to the family and then he kind of goes to his dark place and he's like, oh, like, you know, the Dust Bowl and everything like, oh, we're totally screwed. He gives him
0: the pep talk and then in his brain he goes, oh, we're so
2: fucked. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah." he's like, oh, this dinner is great. Everything's fine. And then he goes to his dark place and he's like, You know, it's been a long time since I
0: read that book, but don't they eat a baby?
2: what uh, no isn't, in the grapes oh, no. of
0: wrath isn't there a scene where the, somebody eats a baby no, no
2: there there's a there's a scene where there's a starving baby oh maybe that's what it was the baby is starving i just and, remember
0: everybody talking about that in high school when we had to read that book
2: and because uh clearly no one in your high school uh, read yeah. this book because no for, we had, there was like one I think kid that was in the cliff notes
0: <laughs> there was like one kid we all cheated off of
2: yeah
1: Oh, and he was the smart one going, yeah, so when they eat the baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I was shocked at that part, too. <laughs> it's
0: like that episode of Friends where Phoebe and Rachel took the class together. Exactly. She's like, it was great when you compared Jane Eyre to RoboCop. <laughs> 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 Sorry. No, oh, but awesome. we digress.
2: <laughs> uh, but, yeah, she she can't feed the baby because she's starving, too. Oh, so somebody that, maybe else that's what it was. Baby. Yeah. I, I think that's I, I just remember there was happened. something awful
0: about a baby. It, and yeah, for it some was... reason, over the years, my brain turned it into cannibalism. To
2: me, that <laughs> that was like the end of the, the book, as far as I remember. Yeah. I, at the very end, yeah. yeah. Of
0: course, there was know. that snow piercer.
2: Was... Yeah.
0: via ever see that movie? Because oh, <laughs> <He's like, laughs> it bothers <laughs> me that I know more. what people taste like. And I know that babies taste the best. <laughs> It's so awful. Oh man! But you know you were gonna be talking about that yeah, on the show today. I know. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. Okay, so what? Which one do you think is gonna get people dancing the most?
2: Uh, probably believe. Oh, uh, I think so. Nice. Okay. You and don't did... have to know anything about me or anything about music to listen to that song.
0: Where I don't know if we covered this already because I, you know, I forgot. Where did Dead Wren <laughs> actually come from? Where did the name actually come from?
2: Um. So I have this thing with the, uh, I don't know, like birds, I guess, because the, especially like larks and like wrens, because they just larks. Uh, they sing all the time, like twenty four seven. They're kind of annoying, actually. <laughs> they can be because they'll sing at night, and you're like, shit Like, why are you still singing? And it's three in the morning, and uh, but they actually have like a decent song. But then like there are cactus wrens in Arizona which is where i'm from they don't sound so pretty but, yeah. like they sing all, but the, they time too. You hear them all the time they also want all the time they yeah so and <laughs> like it's kind of like that was kind of what it what it was and um so yeah cactus wrens they're just they don't have a great song but they they just keep singing See that's if who they could they just are. get some
0: humidity in the room. Yeah, yeah. Their it, vocal cords <laughs> would loosen up a little bit. Exactly. And yeah, they'd that's probably be fine. what
1: it is. It's it's dusty, it's
2: definitely what it is. <laughs> I'm telling you, they just yeah.
1: need some water yeah. or some whiskey.
0: Oh, okay, so what part of Arizona <laughs> are you from again? I know we talked about this probably last time, but that was like a year ago. So
2: yeah, I was born in Chandler. Chandler, Chandler which is like southeast of Phoenix. Just a, a what little. What is there to a do in Chandler? Short track, nothing. 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 You nothing. You go to Phoenix. Yeah. All right. What's your favorite thing to do in Scottsdale? You go to Tempe, Phoenix, or Scottsdale yeah what's your favorite
0: thing to do in the greater phoenix area
2: oh i don't know pack up my truck get and out back to LA. <laughs> what a country answer <laughs> yeah no no my my family's in in still there so give a dog that's what i love doing in in arizona so nice. right on yeah
1: do you guys have any shows in los angeles or, or anywhere actually that people might be able to come and see dead run
2: so i'm planning on uh being in arizona actually for a show they actually have a a music festival that i i think it's maybe only the third or fourth year they've done it but it's the mesa music festival and mesa uh, arizona is pretty much like bordering on chandler and phoenix kind of where i'm where i'm from uh really really close like uh central arizona it's a greater beltway Um, yeah. yeah.
1: Is it a country festival or just do they have kind of it all kinds everything, of music? Everything.
2: Awesome. They have, but they booked a, a ton of people. Uh, I looked at the list. There's a lot of a lot of people. They're all like you know short sets. It's just a, like, um, but you know I don't. It's like know, a taster. But, yeah. Yeah. I've seen the the uh this the list of artists, but uh, other than that I don't. But know
0: none of them are, are as good as you, lot. so we don't really care
2: when is the the festival yeah uh (laughs) it is on well it's on the whole weekend but i will be there on the 10th of november hey so the day after the record comes out the the day after the record. when's your next
0: (laughs) uh, la right la show do you have Uh,
2: one? actually i don't have one right now i'm I'm looking but right now i'm doing like like one show a month kind of thing um you know
0: it's a good way to go doesn't doesn't oversaturate i feel like too many people make that mistake i think we've all done it where it's like I just want to play as many shows as possible. So you end up doing like four shows a month all in the same like four mile radius. Yeah, yeah. And like you get, you get like serious diminishing returns.
2: Oh, yeah. Cause your friends are like, oh, cool. Yeah. You just play. I saw you last Friday, Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm not. You're coming. like, no,
0: this Friday we're bowling. Last Friday we saw you. This Friday we're bowling. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I
1: can't yeah. help you. It's like, you got yeah. any new songs? No, same stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Bye. I, I think twice <laughs> a month if you're playing like. Like, literally in Los Angeles, if yeah. you're playing twice a month, that is perfect. You don't need to play any more than yeah. that. Yeah. Well,
1: that may I think, even I be think too much. Well, I was, I was yeah. like, I know a lot of Maybe, artists yeah. that try to do, like, an L.A. show, a San Diego show, an Orange County show. Because you're, you're spreading it far enough, you know, to kind of mm-hmm. get out there. But... You know, yeah. Otherwise, I mean, how do you find time to work on new music? You know, yeah. if you're playing all the time, you know, which you know, I also mean, you have true. all these
2: artists if, on yeah. tour and everything. Yeah, and if you like, work forty hours a week, <laughs> that's like so there's hard. that. You, know?
0: yeah. you can't remind your fans that you're a regular person.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, screw that. Yeah, I don't I for, care.
0: I forget who said it. It was like Anthony Bourdain or somebody, but they were like, they don't want to see a normal person. They I know. want it's to totally see true, You're right. like a being from another planet on stage.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like he, Somebody
0: ridiculous like that said.
2: It. Yeah. You want your imagination to, to yeah. take yeah. control. Not like, oh, that's what he's doing when he's not. You know. Which is funny
0: because like <laughs> I feel like we've even lost that with country because with country music like I grew up liking, like you know, I grew up listening to like Willie and Merle and shit like that. And like I knew Willie worked the fields and I knew that, you know, he'd worked in coal mines and, you know, whatever and that part added to his charm right but nobody wants to know what big and rich did for a fucking day job (laughs) before they became (laughs) big and richer brooks and dunn or shania fucking twain
2: (laughs) because the jobs are no longer like romantic yeah yeah oh
0: i did it for like five years
2: yeah exactly at this point but i mean could
1: you imagine like willie nelson like Instagramming from a coal mine? No, like come on. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> like it's a, It was a totally different.
0: Oh, well, no, he'd, he'd take like the that. picture <laughs> yeah. and then he'd come out of the coal mine because obviously you don't yeah. get reception down there. But it's funny,
2: you say sure. romantic
0: <laughs> jobs, where well, uh, really all that means is a job that could kill you.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got, They probably have Wi-Fi in those coal mines now. I yeah. feel like they have to, right? After There's one this... caves in, you gotta have some <laughs> Wi-Fi down there. Yeah. <laughs> it's the
0: new canary. Oh, yeah. They have a digital canary. <laughs>
1: You birds that
0: sing.
2: <laughs> we'll be trapped down here for 30 days. So what and you... I got some bad news, too. <laughs> the Wi-Fi went out. <laughs> No. Uh,
0: all those hipsters that thought it'd be cool to be coal miners <laughs> for a summer. <laughs> there
2: was time This now. was fine when there was Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. And the other guy's like, as long as I don't have to go back to my family. That's fine. <laughs> Tell Dolores I love her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tell little Jimbo. He's the oh, man of the house now. <laughs> Um, excuse oh, me, man. I'm trying to Instagram from over here. <laughs>
2: I know. <laughs>
0: Speaking
1: of Instagram and social media, how can people connect and find when you do have some shows in Los Angeles that are coming up for you?
2: Uh, you can follow me on Dead Wren music on uh, at Wren music on Instagram and, uh, and that's W R W R E N like the bird, like yeah. the birdie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can search that on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Awesome. It'll. It'll pop right up.
0: It's not hard to find, like, John Smith music.
2: <laughs> John Smith, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Actually, it was funny. I bet you if you Google John Smith music, no, there's no come up.
1: I bet something comes <laughs> up. I don't know. I bet something comes up
2: indeed. I'd like to try that. It's
1: probably a song from Pocahontas, <laughs> the Disney version. <laughs>
0: anyway, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that brings us to my favorite part of the week. It's this week and Why We Can't Have Nice Things. And this week, we're talking about weird fucking dreams. Yeah. So, I had a dream the other night. I actually had a couple of really weird dreams that kept me from staying asleep.
1: Yeah, this is all prompted by Joe having just a week of crazy dreams.
0: So, this was all in, these these two were all in one night and I I think it was after last week's podcast when I teased you for combining words. Uh-huh. Because I had <laughs> my the first dream that kept me awake was I'm in my bedroom when like my when I was a kid and it's flooded. So, I'm like swimming. And then all of a sudden, this thing starts, like, bobbing through the water and hunting me, and it, from the front, it looks like a crocodile, but what it is is some weird amalgamation of a corgi and a crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> like a need, corgi dial?
2: <laughs> yeah, I need... I need- more visual and i'm i'm being like (laughs) hunted
0: by it but like it's it's very much like the sorcerer's apprentice like disney where like like my dresser's bobbing around in the water (laughs) in my bed i think i think really i just had to pee because the next dream i had i woke up and i laid in bed for a few minutes and then i went back to sleep right and the next dream i had i'm working and living in like um you remember the shed aquarium
1: in Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. Where hometown. like they had the
0: big grandstands around the pool. It's kind of like SeaWorld where you have the big grandstands around a big ass pool, but it was like indoor. Yeah, it's for where some they do like reason, the dolphin show kind of thing. For some reason I was working and living in that stadium. <laughs> right.
1: <Brian. laughs> <laughs> so you're like the creepy version of, yeah. uh, what's his face, uh, from 51st Dates.
0: Adam Sandler? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> yeah. Except for like my bed is right in the middle of all the, uh, the bleachers. Okay. So right... So, and they bring in this class of, like, college students, I guess. Okay. And then all of a sudden I have to go to the bathroom. So I just walk up and I start peeing in the, like, dolphin tank. (laughs) And then I immediately get, like, hauled out by security and arrested for sexually assaulting everyone in that room by you're peeing like, in front of them.
2: You're like, I live here.
0: What a weird fucking dream. That was. <laughs> it's like, oh, this you're is like, where, what where, you, where why else you, am I supposed why'd to you go? Why did y'all
1: buy tickets to my bathroom? <laughs> get out
4: of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: What a weird place to have yeah. a field trip. There's no dolphins here. It's just a isn't, big toilet.
2: Isn't this what you paid to see? <laughs> oh,
0: God. But after that, I could not for the life of me get back to sleep so I stayed up I think I woke up at like 2 o'clock in the morning I don't go to work till 7 Yeah, it's pretty shit morning <laughs> so uh, Corgi dials and Sexual Assault nice which is what the name of this episode is going to be Corgi <laughs> Oh,
1: <laughs> uh, you know one thing I never understood about dreams is then you know you'll wake up and you'll kind of analyze it really quick in your brain and then you're like and then you try to tell somebody about it and you're like well I was in my house but it wasn't like but it wasn't really my house it was just like okay but it's your childhood house but it wasn't really my childhood house like why does that happen or like where i it's was like talking about my house, mom,
0: house, but you but it know, know that wasn't it's yours mom. yeah
1: like why does that i don't know i always thought that was such a weird thing that happens
0: yeah where you're like in a house but you don't recognize the house but somewhere in your brain your brain's going this, this is, you is your house, house. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and you're like okay
0: <laughs> do you guys have any weird screwy dreams you guys want to share
2: uh, let me think about it you don't
0: have yeah. to this is a safe space though well here it's going to go out over the airwaves to not safe spaces so be careful
2: i don't I don't remember my dreams over long periods of time, so I can only talk about, like, the last one I had. It was, like, the one I had last night. And so me and my girlfriend and I, we just moved uh, recently into a new apartment. And it was, like, really stressful because we didn't really know we were going to have to move. There was, like, mold in our apartment and it was, Ugh. like, health issues. Oh, so, so kind in the of a walls. sudden thing. It was kind of a – yeah, it was kind of a sudden thing. It, it was not a lot of fun. And, Moving uh, is never fun. And no, 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 no. And <laughs> but it, kind of being kicked out by but, mold is never fun. But an emergency yeah, yeah, <laughs> move is
0: even screwing. And it was
2: it was totally like an emergency move, and you know, so it was stressful, and there were Airbnbs involved, and uh, it was weird. But anyway, so like we the kind of tension was high, and like we were getting in a lot of arguments. And uh, I, I'm just like giving a backstory to the dream because I already no, well, know this is, why. This is I what had sets up your dreams, right? Yeah, like. yeah. So, like, I don't. You guys, I mean, are in relationships. You, you know, like whenever sometimes you're having arguments and you explain something and the other person just just like looks at you like, Whoa, like I don't understand. All the time. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. So there was mostly
0: lo- it's because I'm really bad at explaining there, things.
2: Yeah, yeah. So there's there was a lot of that and um and we were kind of just feeling like, you know, like maybe we're both nuts or whatever, but we went to see a play the other day Mm -hmm. that uh, a friend of ours put on. And I I can't remember the name of the play, but it was the whole theme of the whole thing was relationships. And, uh, and there was a lot of that in this play and it was great and we were just looking at each other the whole time going like oh like, my god like <laughs> wow this, this is, is what, so we were both yeah. you know feeling like we're losing our minds and like she's like maybe we hate each other maybe we really just don't and then we look at that and we're like everybody does this you know? yeah. yeah like but it, anyways in the dream that's literally all it was for the entire dream which seemed like <laughs> ju- just a half, o- half an hour of me going what what are you trying to say and then she looks at me and goes I don't understand what you're trying to say and then me again going what are you talking about and it was like a half an hour of that and then I remember like I had a stain on my shirt and she looks at the stain and she's like what is that and I'm like what are you trying to say right now? And then it it was just, it was on and on for like a half an hour, that whole dream. That's all it was. Damn. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's really bizarre, but like I woke up and I was like, yeah, that's normal.
0: I feel like those are the most frustrating kinds of dreams because you don't go anywhere in the dreams. Like in the back of your mind, you're like, this is a dream. I could be going anywhere. doing. I could be flying with Jesus or swimming with Aquaman, but no. (laughs) I'm yeah. here having a weird yeah. argument the entire and I, dream.
2: And I think it was more like because we saw that play and yeah. we were watching this couple have this like really like well thought out kind of fancy argument for like <laughs> they were having for an, a half like hour. Like if
0: Aaron Sorkin argued with himself, but,
2: but then but then Very my scripted argument, my yeah. my dumb brain just dumbed it down to two people just going, huh it was all like eloquent in the play and everything but that's how i processed it just we're
0: look man we're all cavemen grunts yeah any 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 frill and words that we put on top of it it's it's just cavemen it trying all, to be fancy yeah,
2: it all means yeah. the same thing
0: kitty you want to share share well, it with the class
1: okay so the dream i had last night which is it's just it was just kind of weird but I was in Italy at the Trevi Fountain. See, she's doing it right. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Which again, I've been there and I was not at the Trevi Fountain. But So you were you were in a
0: place that your brain was telling you was a place but you know it's not the place. Exactly. Okay.
1: So I, you know, I'm there and I get caught up, you know, because sometimes like a tourist will be like, hey, can you take a picture of me and my hubby or my family or whatever? And you take their camera and you take a picture. So I got caught up in that. So I did it for like one person. Then someone's like, oh, me too, me too. (laughs) So then I like this is the whole dream. And then it kind of becomes my nightmare. And then I realize that I turn around and my bag that I put down is gone and there's nothing crazier than being in a foreign country and not having your stuff especially like your passport and i was like oh my god i was leaving today so then i'm like running around yeah so i'm like now like running around rome like screaming not not in italian i'm screaming in french actually which is very weird and i'm screaming at these people like what is this french bridge (laughs) yelling about like people are just like what So so then i woke up and then I literally had this thought at seven o'clock in the morning. I was like, I'm tired enough to go back to sleep, but I do not want to go back to sleep because there's no way I can fix that dream. <laughs> but then it made me think, have you ever had a dream? where we you're like, no, no, no. Go back to sleep. That was so good. Go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. Not okay, since I was think, a about kid. It, think about it. Think about it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you try to like remember and like get back there and you're just like, damn it.
0: Well, I think so much of your, your dreams are your brain working out bullshit right yeah, which is why there's people make tons and tons of money off of helping people interpret their dreams yeah. psychiatrists all over the world
2: what, what a they job
0: do. yeah <laughs> i i haven't had those kinds of dreams as, since i was a kid where i was like oh it was so good i'm going to try to go back to sleep and have that dream again because i feel like as an adult life sucks right like life just craps on you so much that your dreams are just your brain working out how to get crapped on a little less <laughs>
4: Well, you know what's funny is like that was my
0: dream.
1: It was such like an adult problem, yeah. Where it was like, ugh, you know. And it was just like, this isn't like I'm being chased by monsters. Like I don't have to hide under my bed. It was like, no, this is a real adult problem, yeah. That I now have to solve in my nightmare. Awesome. Yeah, I feel like as an adult, (laughs) your
0: your dreams are some shade of uh, weekly like weeknight television, right? Like it's it's you're either the drama or the um screwball comedy where nothing goes right. Yeah. Or uh the nightly news if you yeah. if you really well, like Well, that
2: it. that's why it's such a bummer when you like dream about work. Oh,
0: God. I
4: hate work. Cuz then it's Nightmares. like
2: it's like you know you work all week and then you go home, sit on your couch and then works on the TV. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. Oh, Pretty oh good.
1: A workplace comedy. Just.
0: I tell you what. You know what's funny is just I don't really, this. I don't really have work <laughs> dreams, but occasionally I get a recurring dream because I was, a, so I was a marching band nerd in high school, <laughs> and when you do marching band, you have to learn all the music by heart, but then you also have to learn what they call the drill, which is basically just your choreography, right? So you have to learn where you're standing on the field at any given time. Yeah. When to walk. And, and I know. keep having this dream where I step on the field as I am now as an adult. Knowing all the music, but none of the drill <laughs> and i and it it's kind of like the band geek version of. Showing up for a test and being naked, or showing up for a test and not knowing any, any of the yeah. answers, because you're you're standing on the field and everybody around you knows exactly what they're doing and is moving around you and like terrifying <laughs> like, speed bumping into everyone. Oh,
2: sorry. Oh, <laughs> you're just sorry. You're <laughs> just standing there like if do, you guys would just do, do,
0: stop bumping do. into me, I could play this song.
2: If I keep saying sorry, I can't play my trumpet. <laughs> Pretty much.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I get that one occasionally. Yeah, I hate, but I don't get I work the dreams so much. Nightmare. I oh, think it's yeah. because I've I've not, I really hope nobody from my current job is listening, but <laughs> I'm never very emotionally invested into any jobs.
2: Yeah, it doesn't happen to me often anymore, I don't know, I don't feel like.
0: You'll have dreams about being on the road, I'm sure. Well, I was
2: going to say, do you have any
1: dreams about like being on stage or anything, like, or forgetting the words, or, I don't know. Just, well, now <laughs> just he's gone
2: I don't know. Like. <laughs> no, it, it, honestly, no. It, it, that, I don't know. I feel like the, the process of that whole thing it doesn't go on long enough. I feel like the things you dream about are, are things that your brain really spends a lot of time thinking about because mm-hmm. it's, it's like some sort of your dream to me like my dreams are usually like a reflection of some uh, like long thought process or processes that I had and they're mm-hmm. all meshed together yeah but like the the whole playing a show thing that' such a like a quick, like thing it's like starts and then it's over have you ever
0: had the dream where you write the perfect song no. and then you wake up and you can't remember it
2: no oh, dude, no, I've had that. no. Yeah. that's the worst that's that's yeah. a nightmare
0: that for sure is a hundred percent nightmare for any musician
2: That that is very it's very bothersome when that when that does happen though when you you can't remember that yeah yeah you're
0: like oh i had the perfect idea or the perfect lyric or i wrote this perfect song then you wake up and you're like what yeah. the fuck was that
2: yeah Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld said that uh, a great idea is like a mouse in the house. It's like you can sit around in your kitchen at the table waiting for it to come out. Like, it'll never come out when you're ready for it. <laughs> and then, like, it'll come out and you're like, there it is. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> there it goes.
0: Never heard more truth in my life. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining us this week. Uh, you can catch our YouTube channel Happy Hour or our YouTube show Happy Hour on Whiskey in the World or YouTube.com slash Whiskey in the World. Any notes from the show today at Whiskey Also, you'll be able to find links to all of Drew Hahn's social media and where you can listen to his music on Whiskey the World dot com. Anything else you want to say, Kitty?
1: No, you wrapped it up very beautifully. Thank you.
0: As always, <laughs> drinking is cool.
1: But staying alive to drink the next time is cooler. So be safe. And please drink responsibly.
0: And we'll see you next week.
1: Bye, everyone. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye.